Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, on the line with me right now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How are we today? I'm so good. You want to know why I'm so good? Because we got another show. Because we have another show I get to talk to you, and I'm thinking about turkey today. Yeah, why is that? Because there's a holiday coming up. Yeah, but it's far got a little while before people you plan in advance joe that's what this whole show is about planning in advance that's right that's a that's a really good point and you know one of the things i love about the person that's on today is whenever i think or imagine a southern bell i oh, think of her yeah and on the line with us now is molly ray the president and founder of full momentum hey molly hey joe hey megan how are you guys we're, so We're doing good. great. I see. I can totally see you in one of those big Southern Belle dresses. Totally. Now, for our listeners, they should know that Molly is based in Atlanta, and she is the true Southern Belle. What do you think, Megan? Absolutely. Now, I think next year at Cost Marketing Forum, we have to have you wear one of those. You know, the umbrella and everything. <laughs> <laughs> only if only if we get you in some sort of uh, Boston Tea Party gear. Totally. Or I like that. I was thought I I thought maybe you were gonna have me done one of those Southern Bell outfits. So I no, think I definitely no. do the Boston Tea Party thing. Nobody so. wants to see that, Joe. <laughs> well, Molly, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. You've been on the show before, and of course, Megan and I know you very well. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about in having you on the show is Giving Tuesday. Um, it is quickly approaching. A lot of nonprofits are planning uh, it right now. Uh, we're looking at December 2nd for this year's event. And Molly, on your site, you have some really incredible statistics about Giving Tuesday. You know, 2 billion individuals reached on Twitter last year, 300 plus million reached on Facebook, 7,000 unselfies were posted uh, last year. I mean, Giving Tuesday is really taking off. It really is, you know, and I have to give all the credit to the Giving Tuesday folks. They have a wonderful website um, where we were able to learn all sorts of great statistics mm-hmm. like that at givingtuesday.org. Um, but, Joe, what I think is so fascinating is that everyone seems to be sort of scratching their head and wondering how they can be, you know, the next ice bucket challenge. Yeah. And yet we have this opportunity coming right up where we can all band together as nonprofits and create a lot of noise mm-hmm. and all all benefit from that collective voice. Yeah. Let's just take a step back and make sure everyone knows what Giving Tuesday is. So we have Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. then Black Friday, mm-hmm. then Small Business Saturday. There's nothing mm-hmm. on Sunday, right? I don't think so. And then Cyber Monday sp- <laughs> sprung up a handful of years ago. Yeah. Now it's Giving Tuesday and the yeah. focus is we have a day for consuming and giving thanks. Let's give back. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was their big intent, uh, Megan and Molly, with Giving Tuesday is, you know, people were struck by the rampant uh, consumerism that happened between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I think they wanted to inject some philanthropy in there. Yeah. Well, I think that they have been very successful because, you know, 2013 was just the second year of the Giving Tuesday concept, and they had just tremendous growth. In fact, um, it was up, Giving Tuesday giving in 2013 was up 90% from the year prior. That's wow. You know, really quick, out of the gate, great, great start. That's a great, I mean, what do you think, why did it take off like that after just one year? I mean, like you said, we're just into a third year of the event. Why has it grown so quickly? 
Well, I think it's the power of social media, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. You're a big yep. you're a big advocate for that, and I think yep. this is um, this is testament to you know people want to share and they want to do good things and they want to be active and 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 make a difference in their community. Mm-hmm. And I think too, Molly and Megan, it's important too that we do have one day that all nonprofits are focused on. And when nonprofits do that, they raise everyone's boat, not just their own. And Giving Tuesday has just been a great example of that. You know, that brings up a good point, though, Joe. And this is a question I have for Molly. There are a lot of giving days that have sprung up lately. And this is this is one of them. It seems to me like one of the bigger ones. But Molly, what are you telling nonprofits in terms of why they should participate in Giving Tuesday versus another one of these giving days or maybe in addition to one of the other giving days? Well, you know, I, Megan, in my opinion, I really think it's in addition to, and I certainly understand um, more than most people that nonprofits have limited amounts of human mm-hmm. resources, yep. you know, that they need to very carefully manage. And I've already heard, you know, a couple, you know, I've heard feedback from others who are like, oh, well, we're, we're afraid it will conflict with our year-end giving. Right. Um, and of course, year-end giving is such a huge push mm-hmm. and important aspect of time for nonprofits to, to leverage um, giving. But, you know, anything that is going to raise awareness about an organization and their mission, I think, is going to to raise the overall results they're going to have. And perhaps, you know, when people are thinking about their December giving before their December 31st deadline, Mm -hmm. you know, a message on December 2nd may pique their interest. And if they give that day or if they give later in the month, it's still a win for the nonprofit. That's a good point. That's what I I think, too, uh, Molly, is like, yeah, but, you know, it's not like this is happening in October. I mean, we're talking about this happens in December. Uh, you know, right. so if you can move people's year-end gift up to December 2nd instead of December 31st, I think she's saying and, and, because if they're giving on December 2nd, maybe they didn't even know about you before. No, didn't realize I realize how much I think, they love uh, you. Yeah, I, I, I think that there is definitely an opportunity there for a bigger pie. That would be yeah, an interesting thing to study. And I think also it leverages, it may leverage a different donor, a younger donor mm-hmm. than normally is reached in a year-end appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things that kind of was blowing me away, Megan and Molly, when I looked at the numbers for this, is that the average online gift for 2013 was $142. It's so high. I was high. like, wow, that is a lot of money. It's I mean, I wonder what... I wonder what it was for the Ice Bucket Challenge. I mean, the Ice Bucket Challenge probably wasn't that high in terms of what the average donation was. But I think it's because everything was focused on that one day. Yeah, you know, I think that the reason that the gifts are so, uh, possibly one of the reasons why they're so high, is that organizations are doing a great job of leveraging Giving Tuesday to really tell a story. And mm-hmm. we create, um, we, we provide some of those images in our toolkit that we that we posted for Giving Tuesday. So, for example, we posted an example from um, Red Cross where they did a very compelling picture through mm-hmm. Twitter, and it and it took you know the reader to a page where it explained, you know, why their particular ask, which was to help provide hot meals for volunteers during disaster, and, and of course for those impacted and the volunteers, and they showed you, you know, that $100 would feed 10 people and $50 would feed 5 people and mm-hmm. so forth, and I think when you're able to put, um, you know, a compelling ask as a part of the, the strategy, it's increasing the donation level. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about strategy a little bit. So assume we are, let's go with a nonprofit. Let's say we're a nonprofit. 
We want to be involved in Giving Tuesday. How do you advise people to even get started? You have a phenomenal toolkit on your site, which people should absolutely check out and we'll post a link in the show notes. But how do you how do you encourage people to get started? Should they be reaching out to their corporate partners to try to form a, a partnership together? Should they do something on their own and then invite corporate partners in? Should they just go it alone? How are you advising people to get to carve off this Tuesday as, as theirs? Yeah. Well, that's a great question. I want to explain the formamentum approach to Giving Tuesday's toolkit because the Giving Tuesday group, and again, I want to give them a shout out at givingtuesday.org, have a wide variety of resources that the listeners can go to 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 learn about how to establish your own Giving Tuesday strategy mm-hmm. and some tips and, and you know tricks that will make you more successful. And it's really the responsibility of the marketing um, digital team, you know, wherever those responsibilities lie, that's likely where the Giving Tuesday planning and strategy will take place. And in the past, I think, you know, has been fully leveraged as an individual donor strategy. So for Momentum, we're an agency that helps nonprofits work more effectively with corporations for resources. Mm -hmm. So we thought that something we could add to to the dialogue is a kit for how you can leverage your existing Giving Tuesday strategies and, and spread the word and, and garner additional support and strength through partnering with some of your corporate friends. And mm-hmm. so to your question, Megan, it's, it's really, you know, you have to have your existing strategy in place, and then the corporate partner can be an additional um, distribution point for your strategy. Right. Yeah. No, those are good points. And what, you know, it's interesting with social media channels for this, uh, Megan and Molly, it seems like the ones that would probably work best for organizations are Twitter and Facebook. Would you add any others to that, Megan? Well, I think Instagram is now getting a little bit more play in things yeah. like this, especially with something like the unselfie. Do we know if we're doing unselfie again this year? Is this a permanent fixture of Giving Tuesday now? I thought it was. Molly, we are you know? certainly we're we're promoting that as one of the concepts. I don't know um, if that's an official you know official part of the Giving Tuesday strategy, but it was a very effective absolutely approach. So I can't imagine why you wouldn't continue it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think those are the, you know, because that's the one of the things that I always emphasize in terms of like, you know, I think there are a lot of platforms out there for people to experiment with. And, you know, we, the three of us, we experiment with all of them, right? You know, we're on Pinterest, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter and stuff like that. But, you know, what I really try to emphasize with a lot of nonprofits is first Facebook, because I think that's an important first and primary platform for them. Uh, But also Twitter, if they can, you know, if they can be on Twitter uh, frequently and connect with people. People. It can be a really valuable platform, and I think a uh, you know an event like Giving Tuesday proves that. Yeah, I would agree. We included several Twitter examples in our showcase in our toolbox because you know it is a quick way to get the attention. There were um, two two million, excuse me, two billion um, tweets last wow. year. Um, and 300 million Facebook posts. So Twitter was definitely the most active of mm-hmm. the social media sources. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Joe, like you, I think if a nonprofit has a Pinterest page, mm-hmm. you know, this should be something they're also engaging in Pinterest. And if they have, you know, if they're leveraging any of the other strategies, yeah. then mm-hmm. they should they should really make this on all yeah. of their strategies. You know, it, it, you know, a good point on this, too, uh, Molly and Megan, is, though, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. 
you know, you just don't decide on December 1st that you're going to right. be on Twitter tomorrow so you can take advantage of Giving Tuesday. You really have to be out there weeks, if not months in advance, kind of cultivating that particular platform for yourself. Well, and let's talk about that a little bit. So if we're a nonprofit trying to, who has an existing Giving Tuesday strategy, Molly, how are you advising them to reach out to their corporate partners? Like what's in it for the corporate partners as far as Giving Tuesday goes, that they might not be thinking of? Well, you know, it, it, it's well-researched. Our friends at Tone produce uh, statistics every year that we all pay attention to mm-hmm. around the fact that um, consumers want to work with companies and support companies that are good corporate social citizens. So participating in Giving Tuesday is a great way to demonstrate a company's support of the community. So mm-hmm. I think there's a natural tie-in. It's not, uh, you know, as I say, pushing pushing the noodle uphill here. I think it's, you know, it's a very natural um, messaging campaign for a company to get engaged in because they are trying to demonstrate their community support. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So what we did is we put together a toolkit that's a, on our website. Um, it's actually a series of, of work plan templates that you can go on, and there are downloadable forms that you can use to fill in and, and draft your plan. Mm-hmm. And we have a variety of, of those pages that are for companies and causes, and then some of them that are strictly for one or the other to help them engage, um, you know, to put their strategy into place. And we do, Joe, to your point, we do outline how they might establish yep. content on all the different social media and um, really hope that they can use these as a good planning tool to your point to make sure that they're ready well before December 2nd. Mm, and I think that's so key for people to be out front kind of doing those different things. You know, I mean, think of something like this, uh, Molly, kudos to you for planning so far in advance on something like this. When did you start planning this kit? Actually, I was inspired at the Cause Marketing Forum last wow. May. Hey. Um, I attended a great workshop there at the Cause Marketing Forum that was given by the Giving Tuesday folks, and it got my wheels turning, and we started working on, on the toolkit, and we're happy to launch it a few weeks back. Wow, that's fantastic. But it just goes to show, too, that you really have to plan out for these things, Megan, don't you think? So, I mean, that's one of the reasons you have to go to Cause Marketing Forum in 2015. That's right. So you can so think you can about Giving Tuesday. <laughs> At the end of the year. Well, this is really all of these templates on on in the toolkit are super phenomenal and just provide such a great framework for people to start planning. It's, do you feel like it's too late at this point? I mean, we're we're in October. Is it is it too late for people to get started? You know, I really don't think so. And while, Joe, I completely agree with you that Mm. advanced planning is necessary, I just want to let the listeners know this is not brain surgery. It's not going to be extremely difficult to pull together. You just need to have a compelling, clear ask Mm -hmm. and and some, you know, materials that will support that ask. Mm -hmm. And so while, you know, time is drawing tight, it's certainly not too late. Um, And I hope that people will, you know, look to include this in their 2014 strategies yeah I no think- and yeah you know one of the things i was just going to say is that i i think it's great too that 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 one of the things i think you're emphasizing too molly is emphasizing working with existing supporters existing donors and existing corporate partners to springboard to new partners and new individuals and that's something that's important about this too exactly that's right it's, a, it's really, you know, it's all about keeping it simple. We all know that acronym, the KISS acronym. Um, and, you know, why not take existing relationships and existing strategies and marry them together? That's what, that's what our thought is. 
I would think that another benefit to companies, not all of them, certainly, but most companies, especially if they're consumer facing, are probably doing something for the holidays already. So it seems like a really great way to enhance what they're already doing in that holiday time frame from a cause perspective, if they weren't planning something cause related to begin Mm -hmm. with. I wonder if you could also, let's talk a little bit more about the unselfie. What are some examples that you've seen, Molly, of great ways that people are using the unselfie in in correlation with Giving Tuesday? Well, you you raise a good point um, that I want to go back to um, about about holiday planning, and I'm going to use this to answer your question. Um, We have put in a variety of strategies, not only for companies to market with their consumers, but also with their employees, because we all know, again, from those those very um, popular statistics, that companies, you know, have a greater uh, employee loyalty factor if they're doing good work. So even if they don't want to message externally to their consumers, they can create a great campaign for their employees and, you know, really maximize awareness of of their support of charities. And we did put some ideas about an unselfie break um, in our corporate toolkit, some ideas about how to generate some fun, um, and maybe the companies can encourage their employees to take an unselfie break and then, you know, donate to the charity, match their donation and so forth to really um, leverage the strength of of, of, you know, of their collective efforts. Mm. That's well, a great I think idea. That, that, you know what I'd like to see more too is more company Christmas parties um, exchanged for this. Uh, you know, in terms of doing Giving Tuesday and stuff like that. I mean, the money as someone whose you know wife goes to a big corporate. <laughs> you know, Christmas party and stuff like that. And I think to myself, my gosh, the money that's being spent here. Or even just scaling back, maybe not eliminating it totally. No one wants to be there. Right. You know, they're only there for the booze. Uh, So... Is so, that why you go? That's why I go, yeah. So, But, I mean, I just think it could be put to a lot better use. And I think Giving Tuesday gives people a wonderful excuse to do something besides uh, the Christmas party. Yeah. Well, we've given uh, several ideas of ways to mobilize um, leadership and really showcase that that the C-suite is is in support of these efforts and put sort of a personal face on their involvement and support. So it you know it really can always be from the top down. We've put in ideas about how to pitch this as a media story and so on and so forth. So I really think that um, whether you use it to replace your Christmas party or not, <laughs> there are a variety of ways that you can leverage a Giving Tuesday theme into several of your strategies. Well, I think this is just fantastic. And you've provided such great tools for everyone. And again, we will link that in the show notes. I think the other nice thing about Giving Tuesday that you've definitely picked up on in this toolkit and everything you've provided, it's just sort of the spirit. There's a nice... It's it's not it's not very it's not too sterile like it's friendly and approachable mm-hmm. the toolkit as well as the Giving Tuesday content in general so I think this is all really phenomenal you've done a really really great job of of putting this all together Molly any yeah. f- any final tips or strategies that you want to give our listeners before we close out today. Yeah, I think I would just want to kind of go back to a a summary of the things that we've discussed. And, you know, Joe has really touched on a very important point that advanced planning is is an essential element. It absolutely is. However, I don't want people who are listening to just kind of give up and say, oh, well, we don't have time. I think you're absolutely right, Molly. Yep. Yeah. And I think that if you go back and look at your social media um, strategies from throughout the year, there's a really good chance that you're going to be able to pick one of the topics 
that you've covered that was well received and make that the part and focus of your message because it's all about sharing your story in such a way that you can generate um, interest and, and a willingness to want to donate to you. So from a nonprofit perspective, it's not like you have to start all over. You've got lots of compelling ways that you engage donors in your mission. And from a corporate perspective, you know, there are so many um, companies that are wanting to do good work, as we said before. This can be a great way to to do uh, to support your, your nonprofit partners and to showcase your community support through social media. Well said. And for yep. those of you who are coming late to, to the game, Molly and her team have already done half the work for you. So all you have Absolutely. to do is download this great stuff from their website. And with that, Molly, can you tell us where people can find this fantastic toolkit that you've put together or find out more about For, for Momentum? Sure. Our website is very uh, clear, you know, intuitive. It's our name, .com, for Momentum. That's F-O-R, Momentum.com. And the resources are featured on our homepage at this time. So once you go there, it's a quick link to go through and download the resources. If you want, if you would like to um, tweet us to find out things, we're at For Momentum. We also have a For Momentum Facebook page. So, you know, use your preferred method of communication and we'll be there. Perfect. Yep, absolutely. So and much. folks should know, too, that they have a great uh, monthly newsletter that they sell, too. And uh, it's a great resource for cause marketers and fundraisers and nonprofits and businesses. So people should sign up for that, too. Absolutely. And how about you, Joe? Where can people find more about you online? Uh, people can find me, of course, at SelfishGiving.com. They can uh, read me minute to minute at Twitter, talking to you and Molly in full momentum, at Joe Waters. And, of course, check out my 3,000-plus Pinterest pins on cause marketing at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And also leave us a comment if you are so inclined. If you've enjoyed this episode, want to hear other topics, go ahead and leave it in the comments. And on behalf of Molly and Joe and myself, we'd like to join to join us. Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.